With so much software and so many services available in the short-term rental industry these days, it's increasingly difficult to keep up to date with what's on the market and to determine whether it's a maybe or a must-have for you and your business. So meet one provider each week in a short interview, learning what they do and what they offer. So if you have around 20 minutes to spare, it could prove to be a very good investment to stick around. So let's see who and what is out there, one by one, with me, Deborah Larvey, also known as the Guest Inspector. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Explained with the Guest Inspector. Do you really know who you're letting into your property? And are security deposits still a headache for you and your guests? Add to that an insurance policy or two to make sure your property and your guests are protected. And then imagine there's one company that can do all of this for you in one policy. Today, I'm chatting with Amanda, who will explain what Safely has to offer. Hello, Amanda. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming along today. Thank you. Yes, thank you for having me. <laughs> That's fine. Amanda, can you please tell me in one sentence, what does Safely do? Yeah, so we essentially help your homeowners answer two of their, what we think two of their most pressing questions are. And that's one, who's staying in their home? And two, what happens when something goes wrong? And we do that through simply guest screening and um, liability and damage insurance. Lovely. Okay. So let's say I'm a property manager and I want to check out safely and, and get a policy. What's the process to, to sign up with you guys? What, what's the process? Yeah, so first is to have a conversation with our business, like one of our business development team members. Um, we really pride ourselves in um, catering to your specific needs. So we'd love to have a conversation with you and talk about your portfolio, what your ranges might be, whether you just have condos or you have a ton of, you know, multi-million dollar homes. Um, so that's that process is really just get in touch with us, shoot us an email, give us a call and um, have a conversation and we go from there. Mm -hmm. So then let's say we've got the, let's say I've, I own one property. A brick freestanding house. We go through all the process of, you know, I'm sure you'll need all the details to form the, the policy, at least for the structure. What are all the things that are covered in the policy that you're going to give me? Yeah. So we have two different programs. We have a program for individual homeowners, which by the way, if you are an individual homeowner, you can go and you can go ahead and get a quote online. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you're, if you're a professional property manager managing for others, that's when we have that conversation. I just want to clarify that mm -hmm. a little bit, mm -hmm. but um, what we're offering is up to a million dollars in liability and dwelling content and dwelling, dwelling coverage, and then the contents of your home. Mm -hmm. So um, we have, you know, the, the dwelling is all of your walls and, and everything. And then obviously liability, that means slips and falls. If a guest decides to sue you for whatever reason, we have your back. And then all the contents is all the loose items in your homes as well. Mm -hmm. So if the, if the guest breaks my oven, mm -hmm. so then I make a claim and that's covered. Yes, yes. And so there's where this is where you want to be specific to. And I, I I really we believe in transparency here, right? So we're not covering wear and tear. So for example, if your if your oven was old and it happened to break down during the guest stay, that's not really a covered, a covered loss, right? Yeah. But if your guest was 
like a little too rough with your handles, if they just misused it, if their kid decided to jump on the, you know, on the, on the door yeah. of it somehow, oh. we've seen it all just so you know, yeah. <laughs> um, that kind of thing, we would, we would cover that, you know, um, and just depending on whether it's a plug-in stove versus one of those really beautiful, um, like Viking stoves, yeah. it would be contents or a dwelling, but yeah, that's the kind of example that we cover. Yeah. And, and then if, if the, if the guest burns the house down, Yes. Yes. That's covered. That's a covered loss, right? Whether, um, so if a guest burns a house down, you know, we had, I think we covered three kitchen fires last year. Um, and one of them was, uh, you know, that they, they, they burned, they did something weird in the kitchen. I don't know how it happened, but they ended up not being a good cook, um, burning up the kitchen. There were, you know, uh, smoke stains, burn stains on the ceiling, yeah. There was water flooding everywhere because of the sprinklers. All of that was all the remediation for everything with that's covered. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. so let's say, okay, we've got the, we've got the policy and the policy includes the guest screening, correct? Correct. Yes. Right. Yeah. So what so, we're, yeah, yes. go ahead. No, no, come on. Yeah. So um, what we're doing is um, we're able, we're, we're running kind of a, a low friction um, identity verification. Um, we're checking uh, the sex offender registry. I think that's probably the, 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 one of the biggest growing concerns is the sex offender registries. More and more jurisdictions are requiring that. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're in Arizona, give us a call um, because we can help you with that. So sex offender registry, um, we can also include um, a criminal background check so we can look to see if they've committed a felony, that kind of thing. And then also we have our own uh, global sanctions as well. And then our own proprietary list of um, risky renters. So those who have caused intentional damage in the past or broken house rules, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lovely. So in a nutshell, my policy covers my contents, the structure of my property, personal injury to my guests mm -hmm. and guest screening. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I have my policy. You are integrated with PMS. So how does that policy merge with my PMS and bookings? Yeah. So we're, um, we are currently partnered with around 30, I think property management. So PMS is right now. Yeah. And so if you're, if you're using one of those, we can actually just grab your API keys. We connect right from your, from your PMS. We pull in your data and your reservation guest and property data, um, automatically. Mm -hmm. And that pulls into our system. And as soon as that guest books, you are covered. And that's, it's that simple. And then from our system, right from our system, you click a make claim button. And mm -hmm. once you have all of your documents gathered, we know it takes more than five minutes to gather your documents, mm -hmm. but once you have all of your documents gathered, it takes you five minutes to fill out this form right in our system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, but when the booking comes through though, when that booking information yeah. comes to you, does the guest have to do anything for the guest screening? Yes, absolutely. So unless you are already, so it depends on the type of the, the type of integration that we have with each PMS. So yeah. every software integration, we have a different uh, level of depth of our integration. Yeah. Um, if, if you are able to gather up the name, the date of birth and the address, and that PMS has those fields in their mm -hmm. system, pre like preset fields, 
then we we are able to pull in that information as once it's booked. Mm. Um, otherwise, the way the process works is the guest books, and then we'll send out a co-branded um, a co-branded notification to your guests, and then they fill out they click a link and fill out a form. Mm-hmm. And is it, does it involve a selfie picture as well, and and that sort of thing, or is it just name and date of birth? This we have two versions. Um, one is our lower friction, right? So the one where they just kind of self-submit, they fill out the form, and that's a little bit less friction for the guest. Mm-hmm. And um, in the coming weeks, we do have the document verification version. Um, so our clients will be able to choose which level of friction they want to introduce to their guests. Um, so that one is coming down in the, in the coming weeks. I'm very excited about that piece where they take a selfie, take a picture of their ID, that kind of thing. And then do you store that? So in case that guest wants to book another property somewhere else and someone else is using Safely, are you? Uh, does that guest have to verify themselves again? They do. Yeah, they still do. Um, You know, we are working on um, some technology updates. We have heard that that is a request. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not ready to reveal all of our um, technological developments, but we do have quite a few solutions coming down the road. Um, As the director of customer happiness, I've been listening to our customers. We've all been listening to our customers. And so Mm -hmm. the requests that, that the repeat requests that have been coming in are being translated to our tech team. That's fantastic. Great. Okay. So the booking comes through, you get the information. Let's say the guest gets the green tick. What happens if the guest is actually, it gets a, uh -uh. what happens then? Yeah. Yeah. So we're very hands-on. This is where I think we, we do a really good job uh, from what I've experienced. Um, so what happens is when um, when we find something on a background check, right? Mm-hmm. Immediately, we don't immediately alert the property manager, right? Because we're we're finding this fine balance between um, fast turnaround times, but also are the due diligence that's required by the Fair Credit Reporting Act. We really need to make sure that the person on this report is that same person on mm-hmm. your booking, right? That also kind of protects you too. You don't want to unnecessarily cancel reservations. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so if somebody has a common name and there there might be another John Smith with their date of birth that has something on their background. And and so what we do is um, we reach out to we do a little extra diligence. Mm-hmm. Once we're at a certain level of diligence, then we reach out to our property managers and we let them know what's on the background. Right. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's up to the property manager to decide whether or not they are comfortable with the guests staying in their home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're still, if they're on our insurance products, we're still covering their reservations regardless of their decision. Okay. However, if they were a former arsonist or something like that, <laughs> we'd probably nudge you a little harder to five more minutes. Let's talk, talk it through. Right. Yeah. We yeah. still leave it up to our, 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 our clients are usually more sensitive than us. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if the property manager is not comfortable, then our process is um, we get the, we actually will call the guest for you mm. and um, it's then still don't cancel the reservation. Mm. We then do further diligence to make sure if we can get in touch with that guest, give them the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Mm. Um, and if they kind of give us the right information and we confirm, usually the conversation is the guest says, yeah, that was me three years ago. I did that. And then we're the ones that have that uncomfortable conversation for you mm. with the guests, letting them know, okay, well, 
based on this, you know, we have the property manager did decide if we confirmed it was you that we're going to cancel the reserve that they're going to cancel the reservation. Mm -hmm. So then we take it upon ourselves to have that conversation. We send these the adverse action letter out to the guest and mm -hmm. give you a copy of it and all mm -hmm. the all the letters and stuff that are required. So we take care of that for you. Oh, you really then just have to cancel the reservation and then give refunds, whatever your yeah. policy is. Yeah. Okay. So then that that's basically it. That policy then replaces a security deposit. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, right. that's really the, the intention here. So we have a range of, um, of uh, deductibles available, but we can do as low as a $0 deductible. Mm -hmm. And um, what that helps is it also helps with guest friction from in that checkout friction, right? They're mm -hmm. not having to, you know, have you hold like tr and trust you with holding a thousand dollars. They yeah. much more, what we found is that guests would often much rather just pay 50 bucks or whatever it is that you're charging them mm -hmm. to cover their stay. So they, they can kind of relax during okay. the yeah. So can you explain this now? So in terms of um, you, you're being integrated, et cetera, et cetera. So as a property manager, I'll just add an extra fee. This is my insurance policy fee for you. You pay $50 or whatever it's going to be, and you don't mm -hmm. have to pay a security deposit. That $50 is a non-refundable insurance policy. And so I charge the guest. Correct. Yeah. And so what most of our clients do is they'll work us into their cost of doing business. So on their personal websites, they might list us as a line item, like safely a trust and safety fee. Yeah. Um, and then, um, from their other, you know, we all know that there, there are limitations with how you can name fees within like mm. Airbnb, you know, Verbo, booking.com, mm. you, you're, you're limited to their their verbiage mm. so what our clients will do is work us into their cost of doing business fees mm -hmm. and um a benefit that's maybe overlooked because we're a cost of doing business and you're not you're not a licensed agent that is selling insurance you're, this is a required fee for every guest mm -hmm. um you you will charge you what we charge you and mm -hmm. then it's up to you whether or not you want to add you know stack on top of that add a little margin mm -hmm. um you're you're perfectly allowed it's mm -hmm. like you're allowed to mark it up basically because it's mm -hmm. a cost of doing business and it's your own decision yeah well isn't that music to our ears yeah <laughs> yeah there's that insurance waiver yeah. that we can make money from and it's all just built in great yeah it is and and even if you break even you're still um there's still other ways that financially you're benefiting of course you know um, insurance, it's not, it's not an ATM machine, right? Mm -hmm. It's not apples to apples. I paid this, so I should file this exact mm -hmm. number of claims. It's more mm -hmm. about that margin that you're talking about. And then also the added, the added, um, security that you're giving your homeowners to, mm -hmm. it's very attractive. Mm -hmm. it's, we found it to be very attractive for, um, homeowners, um, and for our clients building their business out. Mm -hmm. actually. In, in Australia, uh, um, insuring holiday rentals was like a hot potato one year my insurance company was doing it and then you know they I happened to call them about something it's like oh holiday rentals oh we're not insuring them anymore next next uh end of the policy you have to change and I actually said so if I hadn't called you and brought it to your attention I'd still have this policy and I'd still be covered yes and so there's only one company really in Australia that I know of now that does I mean it was there's only one and uh, um, it can be a headache, maybe depending on your location, but uh, yeah. have 
everything included in one. But my, my question to you then is, the insurance policy covers the property while a guest is there. Correct. What happens if there's like an electrical fault while a house is empty and the house burns down? That's going to fall under your normal homeowner's insurance, right? So we're not a replacement for your homeowner's insurance. Right. We're also only charging you for when the guest is there. So during that guest period, it, yeah. we become your primary insurance. Right. So actually another benefit is, um, if you if if the guest burns your house down, mm. you're going to file your claim first with us, mm -hmm. and we're not going to subrogate with your homeowner's insurance. Mm -hmm. The reason why that's so important, Deborah, is because mm -hmm. let's say let's say you know you hadn't had that conversation yet with your with your homeowner's insurance, or you had, and then they said, oh, we don't cover that anymore, and then you were to file that claim mm -hmm. with your homeowner's insurance, you're you you're essentially potentially putting your your own insurance policy at risk mm. we're helping as well as a byproduct to protect your your personal um, insurance policies because we're that first line of defense instead mm -hmm. so we have you you for structure and uh, the, the public liability i think looking after the guests is a very important one as well and the guest screening etc but we still have to have our, our basic property uh, building insurance Yes, yes. And right. same, you still want your commercial as for professional property managers listening the you still want your commercial general liability. But again, we're kind of helping you protect that policy because you're filing with us. Also, you want to um, take a look at your your commercial general liability policies to see if there's an exclusion for off premise coverage. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, off of your own personal, you know, brick and mortar offices mm -hmm. as well. See how far mm -hmm. it extends as mm -hmm. well. Okay, lovely. Now, why would I use your product? What, what are your unique selling points? Oh, yeah. So we, we have competitors. We were the first of our kind. You know, this is a, what we do. It's what we do best is short-term rentals. Um, but some of the ways that we we differentiate ourselves, let's go back to the revenue stream. Um, we we help our homeowners build their, we help our property managers build their business. So we're creating these beautiful co-branded materials that our clients love to use to as part of their sales pitch when they're prospecting new homeowners. Mm -hmm. I can talk about that more later and some examples. Um, that's one way. Another way, really, though, I I think is um our claims and what we require with our claims, right? So mm -hmm. one, we can we can genuinely uh, create a product for you. You know, we we are very one on one. Two, we're very accessible, right? Um, so we're here for you. We're, we pride ourselves in being very personal, but the claims process is so easy and frictionless, mm -hmm. right? Um, you, it really does. Once you have your materials, take five minutes to file the claim. And then the the contingencies behind it to the lack of contingencies, I'd say um, we give you up to 60 days from the date of loss to submit your claim, which mm -hmm. a lot of competitors out there are really just a couple of weeks. And we know that that's unrealistic. Some booking channel um, coverages, right, for, or damage protections require you to file it within a couple of weeks or before your next guest arrives. And that's not realistic. Mm. Um, so we know things happen. And then the other piece that I think is really important. So this is two of three of this, this part is, um, is we don't require guest involvement for damage claims. Mm. 
In other words, we're not requiring you to go back to the guest to try and get them to pay for the damage. Mm. Here, you just file your claim, give us all the right documents, good photos, the correct receipts, tell us the right dollar amount, and it has to be guest-related damage. Mm. Um, but we're not asking you to get the guest to admit fault. Mm -hmm. so that is so important because there are channels out there. There are competitors out there that require that. And if you're doing, having that conversation before your guests reviews the stay, <laughs> okay. <it's>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's another piece. Um, and then I'd say uh, the third piece, I kind of lost my train of thought. I was really focused on that piece. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say those are two of the, the, the really biggest, uh, the biggest pieces I'd say that help differentiate us. There are other things that I know I'm not thinking of off the top of my head. I should have written down, but those are two of the biggest ones. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you were talking about co-branding before. So yeah. when my, when my guest sees it, they're going to see my logo as well as yours. Um, yeah. then that's, that's with the email. So, mm -hmm. right. So we, we can co-brand as long as you have your, your, your logo. Yeah. Um, that's the email for the, is that the email for the guest screening? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's basically yeah. like we've partnered with, um, Deborah's lovely properties. I, I don't know your business. I apologize, yeah. but we've, we've partnered with your company, um, yeah. to protect the community and, and it helps them with that. And then the brochures themselves as well. It has it, they're co-branded for you to help uh, with those selling points with your with your homeowners. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, the homeowners would be happy about that. That's great. Yeah. Uh, now, um, where is your target audience? Whereabouts are they? Mainly America. So yeah. So today, um, today we are covering, um, you know, U.S. and U.S. territories, but um, we are. Uh, actually looking at our office we're so we're so close to finalizing our international product we're looking at offices now mm -hmm. um, we're going to be jumping into the EU soon mm -hmm. um, UK um, those are going to come sooner um, I know that we're looking at Australia and we're kind of expanding uh, from here mm -hmm. yes it's a big market in it's Australia. very exciting <laughs> <laughs> now also um, who is your target audience how big a company or, or just one one property does it have to be one property is enough right yeah one property is enough so yeah. we do cater to individual hosts that are kind of really building it out on their own and they're they're out there in the wild west doing it mm -hmm. um and then we all the way up to thousands of homes you know um i know I'll, my understanding is a lot of a lot of um you know property managers that have thousands of homes and they're in their company um the, a lot of them will self-insure mm -hmm. but the reason why we are starting to appeal to those to that, that level as well is because we're helping reduce the headache of claims mm -hmm. it is a big job to to have to keep track of all of the homeowner damage and then also still keep all of the homeowners happy with them trusting that okay yes this is all getting paid out this is all getting taken care of we know like some some companies have entire staffs just dedicated to claims, mm. right? And so what we're able to do is just reduce that headache off of yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> now, um, also in in terms of the cost, so I understand insurance policies vary. Obviously, you know how big a property is, what it's made of, you know, location, et cetera, et cetera. And also, given that it's you're only covered for a booking. 
So mm-hmm. how does it work? Once we've gone through the process of describing the property, et cetera, et cetera, do mm-hmm. you give a price per night? Is that how I get charged for my policy? Generally speaking, yeah. So our prices are usually per night. The 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 range really, it, there is a wide range, you know, um, depending on how much coverage you need, mm-hmm. how large of a deductible you want. Mm-hmm. Um, those are actually the two biggest factors. Mm-hmm. And then, so it is generally per night. So our pricing is centered around per night pricing. Right. Um, and we can work with you if it just is easier for you and you have some data to back it up. We can work with you on a flatter rate too. That one just requires a little bit more, um, a little bit like a couple minutes longer conversation, I'd yeah. say. To yeah. cater it. So we have a little flexibility around that, but generally speaking, it's per night. Yeah, because I, I was thinking for the, the insurance fee, I thought that might be a flat rate per booking, but I suppose it depends on how long the, the stay is and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Like for mm. some of our some of our clients, they just prefer the per night because it's straightforward. Yeah. Um, but we can work with with property managers that really prefer a flat rate. We can work with you. We can we can figure that out if we have enough data to to kind of work with you on. Yeah, I just saw some dollar signs there. You know, you have the flat rate and then you get like, you know, 15 two-night stays and all of a sudden, ka-ching. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I was raising hands. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, you know, booking channels there, it just depends on what you're using, but um, and depends on your property management software too. Mm-hmm. Um, we do get involved in onboarding and helping you create your fees because our partnerships are. We do have healthy relationships with our partnerships, mm-hmm. so we we have a, a certain level of understanding of how each software works. Of course, we're never going to be the expert in that software, but we 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 try to educate ourselves as much as possible to guide you through creating fees and. And the nuances of each PMS. Mm, yeah, and and given that it's an insurance, uh, mm-hmm. is there a contract? There'd have to be a contract. Yeah, so we do have a general, you know, of course, an agreement, mm-hmm. um, and the 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 contract is just general. You know, you promise to pay the normal things. There's a yeah. lot of legal jargon in there that yeah. um, you can uh, have a good read at night. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it it basically just goes over your pricing and and how we got to that pricing. Yeah. Um, and then, um, but you have thirty. You can give us a thirty day notice at any yeah. time. Okay. What if, so it doesn't lock you in for a year or anything. Yeah. What about what, uh, a property owner who goes away two months of a year? Um, we're we're only charging you when the when you have reservations. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So, okay. Yeah. So you're you're not paying for that. So if there's nobody yeah. in your home, you yeah. have a safety cost. It's just whenever you have guests, you pay for that. If the reservation cancels, you get a full reimbursement. So even if we, even though there is a, an upfront cost, whenever there is a booking for us, yeah. Yeah. we just find it simpler to, to eat that cost ourselves and just give you the full refund for the, yeah. for the cancellation. That's great. Well, let's come to the end of the usual questions. I'm sure there's a lot more that you can uh, talk about with safely because sure, Christine yeah. does a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you want to add before we start winding up? You know, I think we covered so much. I, I don't believe in overdoing it, but yeah. um, I just want to say, you know, our door is open. You know, we we're low pressure. We really genuinely want to help you. And we pride ourselves in, in, um, in caring about your homes. Yeah. Yeah. Business. What, 
Yeah. If, if you have any questions, you can pop them in the comments below and I will put a link for Safely in the description. So if you have any questions or if you want to get in touch, feel free. Amanda, it's been a pleasure learning about Safely today. Thank been you so much. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to catch up on ones you've missed, just head to thetechexplainedseries.com or if you're short for time, you can head to thetechminis.com where you'll find extra short interviews. See you next time.